worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Read to Lead Podcast, Episode 42. Hi, I'm Dan Rome, author of Show and Tell, How Everybody Can Make Extraordinary Presentations. You know, if there's one show you need to tell your friends about, it's this one. It's the Read to Lead podcast with my good friend, Jeff Brown. Don't miss it. Welcome to the Read to Lead podcast with Jeff Brown. Jeff believes that if you desire to achieve true success in business and in life, then consistent and intentional reading is a must. The Read to Lead podcast will not only help you narrow this ever-important reading list, but also bring you key insights and valuable feedback from some of today's most successful and inspiring authors. And now, here's Jeff. Hi, and welcome back to the Read to Lead podcast, the podcast dedicated your personal and professional growth. Now, this is the part where I normally say, each week we sit down with a successful and inspiring author to talk about their latest book and topics like leadership, personal development, career, marketing, business, or entrepreneurship. Well, today is a special episode. There is no guest today. What's special about that, you might ask? Well, there's rarely an opening on the schedule like there is today. So rather than toss the week aside, I thought now is as good a time as any to share something with you I've wanted to share for quite some time. That's my five favorite leadership books from the last five years. Now, as I mentioned a moment ago, we tackle not just leadership-driven topics on the Read to Lead podcast, but a number of topics that all play a role in helping us all to be better leaders. However, four of the five books on my favorite leadership books from the last five years are specifically on the topic of leadership. There is one exception, and I'll explain that in just a moment. So here they are, my five favorite leadership books from the last five years. And these are, by the way, in no particular order. Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey is the first one I want to mention. Now, in this book, Dave shares the lessons that he's learned in his 20-plus years running a super successful business. I'm sure you're familiar with Dave and his radio show. Uh, Practical business wisdom from the trenches is the way it's put in the subtitle. And Dave teaches how to inspire your team to take ownership and love what they do. He talks about how to unify your team and get rid of all the gossip. And In fact, uh, his company is legendary for their their no-gossip policy. Uh, If you're caught gossiping, or even if you're the person on the listening side of the gossip, that could be grounds and often is grounds for dismissal right on the spot. Uh, Dave also talks about tips for handling money and setting your business up for success and how to reach every goal you set uh, and quite a bit more. It's uh, one of my favorite leadership books of the last five years and one I think you should take time to read if you haven't already. Now, the next book I want to talk about is the one exception on the list. The book isn't specifically about the topic of leadership, but does focus on the topic of decision-making, something we all as leaders must master. The book is called Decisive, How to Make Better Choices in Life and Work by the Heath Brothers, Chip and Dan Heath. Now, they say that research in psychology as of late uh, has revealed that our decisions 
are basically disrupted by our own biases and, and irrationalities. We're, we're overconfident. We seek out information that, that supports what we already believe to be true, and we downplay information that doesn't. And we get distracted by our short-term emotions. Our brains are basically, they say, flawed instruments. And the, and the problem is it's not enough just to, to recognize the problem. That doesn't fix the problem. So the real question is, how do we get better at decision-making? Well, in the book, Chip and Dan lay out a four-step process uh, that's designed to help you counteract these natural biases that we all have. And they use the acronym RAP, W-R-A-P, to make it easy to remember. Briefly, W is for widening your options, and they share three different uh, ways you could accomplish that, and they dedicate a chapter to each. Then the R is for reality testing your assumptions. They suggest three ways you might handle that, and again, dedicate a chapter to each of those those ways. The A is for attaining distance before deciding, where they advise you on overcoming your short-term emotions and honoring what they call your core priorities. And finally, the P is for preparing to be wrong. Now, I'm in the middle of reading that particular section right now in one of the the mastermind groups that that I'm in, and all of us have thoroughly enjoyed this book. I highly recommend it to you if you really want to vastly improve your decision-making ability. All right, two down, three to go. Number three is a book called Love Works. Sounds odd, right? Love Works, Seven Timeless Principles for Effective Leaders by author Joel Manby, M-A-N-B-Y. Now, I first became familiar with Joel when he was featured on an episode of Undercover Boss. I think it was the first, maybe the second season. He is CEO of a company called Hershen Family Entertainment, which is a company that owns several theme parks across the country. And many viewers were impacted, uh, as I was, uh, by Joel's display of servant leadership. Now, the love that, that Joel talks about in the book isn't, of course, romantic love. He's talking rather about agape love, again, that servant leadership kind of love, and its ability to transform the workplace. And Joel has proven that leading with love is effective, even in the business environment. Now, in his book, He challenges you to allow integrity and your faith to guide your leadership decisions. This book was sort of under the radar a couple of years ago, and so uh, among those on the list, it's probably the one that you haven't heard of or maybe missed along the way, but I highly recommend it. Number four, you probably have heard me talk about before. It's one of my favorite books of 2013, and it's called Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter by Liz Weissman and co-author Greg McCune. Now, Liz shares why some leaders seem to drain capability and intelligence from their teams, what she calls diminishers, while other leaders are able to amplify their, their team's capabilities and intelligence to produce better results, a group of leaders she calls multipliers. And she shares about the five key disciplines that turn smart leaders into what she calls genius makers. Now, I believe this book is a must-read for leaders if ever there was one. And I also encourage you to check out my interview with Liz right here on the Read to Lead podcast, episode 30. It's readtoleadpodcast.com slash zero three zero. And finally, that brings us to our last book on the list of my five favorite leadership books from the last five years. And it's appropriately called Leaders Eat Last, Why Some Teams Pull Together and Others Don't by Simon Sinek. Now, Simon is also the author of Start With Why, a book that came out in 2009 or 2010, not long after Simon 
did a TED Talk that is hugely popular. In fact, I think it may still be the second most watched TED Talk of all time called Start With Why. And in it, he shares that people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it and the importance of establishing your why. In fact, this is a concept I happen to cover in my Podcaster Academy course and helping other podcasters determine why they do what they do in the first place to help them build rabid fans uh, for their podcast. Now, in Leaders Eat Last, uh, Simon says to imagine a world where almost everybody wakes up inspired to go to work, feels trusted and valued during the day, then returns home feeling fulfilled. And it doesn't have to be as far-fetched as it sounds, he says. When it matters most, leaders who are willing to eat last, quote-unquote, are rewarded with deeply loyal colleagues who will stop at nothing to advance their leader's vision and their organization's interests. Simon says it's amazing how well that actually works. Uh, And I'm particularly excited to let you know that next week, Simon is slated as our guest right here on the Read to Lead podcast. In fact, he and I will be chatting tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to bringing you more about Leaders Eat Last, why some teams pull together and others don't. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little off-the-beaten-path episode of the podcast, and hopefully you won't mind too much that there wasn't a guest this time around, but I thought it was a great time to take advantage of sharing with you my five favorite leadership books. I'd love to know what you think of this list. There's a couple of ways you can do that. You can reach out to me on Twitter, at Brown on Twitter. Certainly uh, consider sending me an email if you prefer that method, jeff at readtoleadpodcast.com. And by all means, don't hesitate to leave a comment on the show notes page for this episode, that special page just for today, which can be found at readtoleadpodcast.com slash 042 for episode 42. I'd love to know, for example, if you've read any of these books on this list, and if so, what you think about them, what books you heard about today, maybe for the first time that you intend to check out, and what books did I miss? Are there books that you think should be on my list that weren't? What are some of your favorite leadership books from the last five years? For awesome 15-minute summaries on many of these books, check out our sponsor, Blinkist, where you can get actionable inspiration from today's top thinkers via the Blinkist mobile or web app during your commute, waiting in line, or anywhere you are. If you suffer from information overload and want an effective way to read more in less time, then you need Blinkist. And oh, by the way, they don't use algorithms, just thoughtfully composed human-made works that are heavy on substance and light on fluff. I encourage you to check out Blinkist, where they help you extrapolate the main ideas and key insights from today's best business books. Read to lead podcast dot com slash Blinkist. And finally, I'd like to ask you to consider rating and reviewing the podcast. It helps the podcast get found by new people. And if you give it a five-star rating and leave a review so I know who you are, I'll be sure and mention you in an upcoming episode as a small way to say thanks. Now, to rate and review the podcast, there's a couple of avenues you can go, or both if you prefer. Uh, just visit readtoleadpodcast.com slash iTunes or readtoleadpodcast.com slash Stitcher or both. I want to say thanks to Churchboy77 with his five-star rating and review, calling it a great show, and Jenny Butler, MD, who says it's a great addition to my regulars. Thank you, Jenny. Well, that does it for this week. I hope to see you next time on the Read to Lead podcast. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Read to Lead podcast. As a subscriber, we challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. Become a vital member of the community. Visit us on the web at readtoleadpodcast.com and chat with other members at facebook.com slash readtoleadnation. Until next time, remember, leaders read and readers lead. She can kill with a smile, she can wound with her eyes, and she can ruin your faith with her casual eyes, and she only reveals what she wants you to see. She hides like a child, but she's always a woman to me. She can lead you to love, she can take you or leave you, and she can ask for the truth. But she'll never believe And she'll take what you give her As long as it's free Yeah, she steals like a thief But she's always a woman to me Oh, she takes care of herself She can wait if she wants She's ahead of her time. Oh, and she never gives out. And she never gives in. She just changes her mind. And she'll promise you more than the Garden of Eden. Then she'll carelessly cut you and laugh while you're bleeding. But you'll bring out the best and the worst you can be. Blame it all on yourself, cause she's always a woman to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.